Flannelly is great. I, I love it. Mm-hmm. It's just taking that that little bit of time to be like, okay, these are the like four or five photos or however many I want to post this week. And yep. these are the captions and then set it to, to go set and set it and forget it. It's it like it the crock pot of it's... social media. <laughs> there we go. Planly, the crock pot of social media. <laughs> You're welcome. Planly team. I'll take yes. my royalty check from that. Thank you very much. Welcome to the Light and Dark Photography Podcast, where you can build your business, grow your community, and have fun doing it. I am your host, John Mansfield. Every week, we bring you real conversations with photographers and entrepreneurs to discover ways that you can take your business to the next level and serve your clients well. We record these live in our Facebook community so you can be part of the conversation. So grab a cup of coffee or a glass of whiskey and get ready for today's episode. My guest today is Angie Nelson. She is a wedding and proposal photographer based in Maui, Hawaii. She runs a team of photographers at her business Engaged on Maui. And along with her business partner, Dave Moss, she helps photographers run a kick-ass business so they can live the life they want to live through her educational brand, Business as an Adventure. Today, we talk about how delegating will save your life. And she shares how to identify and work on those areas in your business in personal life that need delegating. So let's get into it. Angie, welcome to the podcast. How are you? Thank you so much for having me. I am. I'm doing great. It is 9 a.m. here in Hawaii. I am just getting my day started Uh, a little bit chaotic, but I'm here. (laughs) Coffee was already drank and I drank it while I was hot. So nice. You know, that's a win nice. already. That's the best. It is. That yes. is a win. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Those are the best days. This morning I got one cup in uh, fully hot, was able to drink the whole thing. <sighs> and and it was is a good start to the morning. And yeah. then it just, you know, uh, it went from there. Uh, <laughs> I, I literally I literally was was eating uh, eating lunch because it is 2 p.m. here in yeah. Texas. Um, and I was I was just eating lunch uh 30 minutes ago Mm -hmm. and I had reheated my my second cup of coffee from this morning I was like I'll have that with lunch I guess so that's how the rest of the morning went it's fine lunch coffee yeah (laughs) when you're addicted to it uh you drink it all the time yeah it is fuel (laughs) that's for sure it is but but yeah okay so so uh you're you're out in in Hawaii which which island are you on I am on the island of Maui cool the valley isle that is yeah i've i've been told that i would really like maui Mm -hmm. and Kauai. Mm -hmm. um that those are the ones that i need to visit next because we went to oahu last time we were there yeah um and it was great it um honolulu felt uh it was pretty much like houston and i was like this this is it looks like houston uh there's like coach stores all around um luckily we were staying like this or no i guess before airbnb but like we were we were outside the city about 20 minutes and it was it was great we loved it yes Um, yeah everyone thought we were locals and they were like how long have y'all been here like um no we didn't move here we've been here two days i still get <laughs> but, asked uh, uh where i'm visiting from <laughs> i go out to eat where are you visiting yeah. from and i'm like makwao and then they're like oh really long drive for you it's like the same conversation over and over when i go out to eat um because i'm i'm the wrong color to be living here i guess people are like why aren't right. you more tan yeah I'm like this is genetics yeah like I, I know that you're not native <laughs> to, no, yeah. to Hawaii, so no. where are you visiting from? <laughs> yeah, right, right. Yeah, yeah. So, so how long have you been out in uh, Maui? Yeah, so I've been here almost 13 years. I okay. Um, we honeymooned out here, and then I just thought, like, I'm originally from Michigan. I really, I thought that like this is the you know, the one time I'm going to have to visit Hawaii. <laughs> I did not think that I would live here or ever even be back. Um, just because I never, I never like traveled extensively. Uh, but my husband did a day of consulting on our honeymoon, which was fine. Cause I got to go to the spa. Um, right. and then it was like five months later, he was offered um, a position to come run. He does, he works in the restoration industry. So fire, flood, mold, wind, that kind of stuff. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, they said, oh, you want to come out here and run the branch for like a year? And we were like, well, I used to be a teacher at that time. Um, anyone 
who was familiar with like the the Midwest in like the 2008, 2009 time period, it was just inundated with teachers. And unless you knew someone, like you couldn't even get an interview. Now they're like begging for teachers, but um, out here they're hiring all the time. And so I was like, well, I'll go out for a year and teach and cool, have like a little adventure. And then that turned into one year, two year, three year. And then I quit teaching. And did photography full time um, starting in, was it 20, I guess 2014, I left to go full time, 2015. Nice. Yeah. Okay. That's Had cool. Look back. Yeah. I, I remember when my wife and I got off the plane, I just looked around and I was like, I think we're going to move here someday. Like, <laughs> I just, I want to move here. Like the yeah. mountains and the beach and everything is just the things that I love and the climate and all that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, I could see us moving. Uh, Super expensive, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was <laughs> that was eight years ago. Oh and, my uh, god! We, yeah, it, we have not been back yet. Um, yeah. <laughs> but we but we plan to at yeah. some point. Uh, I was like, maybe we could like vacation out there for like a month or two straight. Hey, pal. That would be that'd be a good first step into moving. Yes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then okay. So what mm-hmm. um, what kind of uh, what do you love photographing? What do you mainly mm-hmm. do? So um, I'm a wedding photographer out here. I wasn't always just a straight wedding photographer. I used to do um, families and, uh, you know, various types of portraiture. And then in 2018, I was just like, I really love weddings. I love weddings because um, they're challenging. Um, I like things that are hard. I find that if I am photographing things that are easy, um, I get lazy. Yeah. And my work isn't it isn't good. So I like to do things that are hard and um, technically challenging and weddings uh, with, you know, timelines and drunk groomsmen and weather and like, you know, you got to nail it. That pressure. I just yeah. I love that about weddings. Um, so I do that. That's through Angela Nelson Photography. And then I also um, I own another company called Engaged on Maui. So we help guys and girls propose Um I have, um, I have a whole team of photographers that work for me that are amazing. Um, call ourselves bush ninjas hide in the bushes and photograph surprise proposals. Yeah. Um, but you know, like we, we have proposal planners that, you know, we're, we are like the, the go-to for everything proposals out here. We do around 200 or so a year. Wow. And we're poised to grow this year. So, yeah. And then the third hat I wear (laughs) is um, (laughs) with my with my uh, business partner, Dave Moss. We run business as an adventure. So we teach uh, photographers how to run a kick ass business so they can live the life that they want to live. Nice. Which is like a really, really short, concise way to say, like, we help you get your shit in order. Yeah. (laughs) So then that way you can work smarter, not harder. Yeah. Yeah. And, and yeah, for the listeners, if you have not heard of businesses and adventure, go like search on Facebook, their Facebook group is always like y'all give so much, uh, good, really great information and, uh, and like strategy and all that. Like, uh, like yesterday y'all were doing the, uh, uh, website critiques and, yeah. and stuff like that. And I'm like, I'm always down for a good website critique. Um, yeah. not always mine. Cause I'm like, uh, don't look at my stuff. <laughs> like I know you're, I know what you're going to say about this. I do need yeah, to update that. Totally. But I, yeah. I always love those critiques just like looking at other people's things. Cause it's a lot easier for me to, to hear those uh, criticisms when they're about someone else's stuff and not my <laughs> totally. own. And I'm like, Oh yeah, mine is also like that. I should fix that. Um, I mean, even I go in there and I'll, I, you know, I'm critiquing someone's website and I'm like, this yeah. website's way better than my website. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That one that like, you were... I was like, Oh my gosh. The, <laughs> yeah. The, the, yeah. There were, there were two that we did yesterday where I was just like blown out of the water. I, I know. Like, wow. Yeah. I was they like, Oh, nailing it. Their brand position yes. is like on point. I need to revisit mine. I know. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Yeah. That one, um, that had like, I can't even remember the name of it now, but they had like all the pink headliners and the buttons and stuff. Yeah. I was just like, I was like, their, their, their language was so good. I'm like, did you hire a copywriter? Is this come from your brain? Right. Um, yeah, yeah. I love looking at other people's websites and, uh, you know, between Dave and I, God, we've looked at like hundreds of websites at this point mm-hmm. and it never gets old. I love seeing what's out there. Yeah. I'm obsessed with the about page. That's like my jam. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, because especially with, with like buying patterns of, you know, millennials and, um, Gen Z's that are now 
like becoming of like marrying age, like they they're buying a person more than they're buying a brand. And exactly. so like if you are not part of your brand, you better go reevaluate that. Yep. Because yeah. that's what that's what all the marketing research is showing. People are buying people buy people and even me. Like, I don't, I don't want to buy something by an artist if there's nothing about the artist. I, like, I immediately just don't trust it. Yeah. It, it, it feels too corporate too. um, just, yeah. you know, it's, it's mechanical. It's like, well, what about right. the artists? Like, I, I want to know why they're creating these things and yes. like, like all the, all the art pieces that we have around our house, they're all either, either artists that, uh, that we have found that we like, I'd kind of identify with and we're like oh i really like that that's that's interesting or stuff that we just you know anytime that we travel we always go to thrift stores or goodwill or something for uh oh. souvenirs because we're like yeah, yeah like uh like this this uh painting up here is of uh venezuela and i got it for four dollars um in la at, at a goodwill nice. and i was like this is really yeah. cool it's like a 3d 3d <laughs> painting too and i was like all right cool yeah this is nice awesome. but yeah but yeah like like looking at a lot of the brands that um that i use or that uh whenever i'm searching out who to pick for certain things i'm always going toward uh the personal brands um, totally and, I, and yes. I think that a lot of big uh big corporations are also trying to figure that out or not trying to figure that mm -hmm. out, but they're also like shifting that way. I mean, that's why Coca-Cola spends, you know, millions of dollars to get, uh, you know, athletes and, and, uh, mm -hmm. celebrities to endorse their things and talk about, you know, stand there holding a, a Coke bottle, uh, because it's like, Oh, I like that celebrity. I'm going to get Coke now. Um, they yep. don't, they don't necessarily have the, the personal brand like us, but they're using that personal brand through, uh, recognizable faces. Um, uh, so yeah, totally. I, yes. I'm with you. I love a good about page. Um, mm -hmm. that's not just about you. Um, but yeah. also about how, how you can, uh, serve your clients. Well, um, yeah, it has to be like a, I like a good, like 70, 30 split. Cause if I yeah. go to somebody's about page and it's just talking about like how they're serving their clients, I'm like, but like, what, what are your favorite movies and stuff? Yeah. Like but I want you, something to you connect like to. to. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I love, I love like a good quote. There was, um, uh, a, a photographer who took one of my workshops years ago and whenever she made her website, uh, instead of just like a, a Facebook page, um, but like mm -hmm. an actual website, she had included a bunch of, uh, Oh, uh, what's the show now? Um, a bunch of Parks and Rec quotes oh, in there. Parks and Rec. And uh, <laughs> yes. like on her investment page was just like April Ludgate, like saying like time is money, money is pizza, pizza is power or something like that. I forget the actual quote. <laughs> and I was like, that's so good. Like I know yeah. what kind of person you are just by like yes. having this one quote on there. It wasn't a bunch of stuff totally. of like, this is why I love Parks and Rec. Um, but like having those things yeah. sprinkled in uh, was, yeah. was so good. So, okay. Well, well, awesome. That is not our topic today, but I love, like, no. just, I, I, I knew, I knew that chatting with you, like we're, we're very similar and just like, we're just going to talk about whatever. And, yeah. uh, and I, I chase <laughs> down rabbit trails all the time. I know. Like, oh, yeah, we're going to have a real hard time keeping the it question? right now. Yeah. No, we're talking about how delegating can save your life. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So what does, what does delegating look like, um, mm -hmm. for a photographer, like for, for the photographers out yeah. there, what is, where can we delegate? What does that even look like? I want to even take it one step backward from that. Okay. Which is if you believe that you are the only person who can do everything in your business, you are making a mistake. Yes. <laughs> How's that for like clickbaity? Right. Um, yeah. There are people who can do things in your business better than you can. And it might take a little time to teach them how to do that. But if you take, if you invest the time to do that, it's going to save your life. It's going to save you so much time and energy. That said, this delegating is going to look different for everybody. Um, the things that I delegate in my business. Um, the, I mean, the first thing is childcare. 
Oh yeah. Which might be something that people don't think about, but, um, I have, so I have a, a daughter that's almost five and then I have another daughter who, um, is 14 months. So she just turned one in January. Okay. Um, it is a lot. The five-year-old goes to preschool and then the one-year-old, uh, we have an in-home nanny three days a week. She brings her own daughter and they, they play and it's great. It's good socialization. Um, the nanny also helps with like while the girls are napping, like doing the dishes and just like sprucing up. Yeah. Uh, this is something that we have delegated um, because my husband and I don't have the bandwidth to do this. Oh yeah. And I'll tell you there, there is something about having kids and when you have help, when you have kids, you are so productive in that time frame. You're like, okay, I have like three hours to get shit done. Yep. Um, and that's it. Oh, I can't swear on this. I swear. Oh yeah. You can say whatever you want. You're, oh, you're good. <laughs> thank goodness. Okay. I won't drop too many swears, but uh, this is also who I am. Uh, but I have three hours to get everything I need to get done for the day. I, you know, I better turn off all notifications on my phone and let's get it done because time is money because I am paying somebody to watch my kid. And that is how I'm delegating. Um, so things like that really useful and helpful have helped, um, you know, my productivity. Yeah. <laughs> Being oh a yeah. Parent. Yeah. Um, I mean, just, just yesterday, cause we, we have three kids. Our oldest is seven. He's in <gasps> first grade and yeah. And then, uh, <gasps> our, our middle will be four like next week. And then, mm-hmm. um, our youngest is almost 18 months. So okay. the, the younger two, they go to daycare and there's mm-hmm. two days a week where they go. It's like an in-home deal. She has her kids there. Mm-hmm. And then she brings in, I think, like three other kids in addition to mm-hmm. ours. And they just all play and she teaches them stuff. It's it's great. But great. Yeah. yesterday, all three kids were out of the house. I knocked out an entire <sighs> wedding and like delivered it while I was there. And like a bunch of emails and things. My wife uh like deep cleaned both of the kids rooms and rearranged everything. And then we were still able to do like a lunch date and stuff. And we were just like, Oh my God, this is like, we're so productive when (laughs) we can focus on things and not have little hands just like, Hey, I I want a snack or Hey, can you, can you help with this? And yeah, yeah, that the delegating that time, like, uh, like you were saying, whenever parents are not, um, distracted by the kids, we are so productive. Um, mm-hmm. and it just makes that, that time and the money that you're spending on having that, that help and, and assistance so much more valuable because yes. like we were able to, uh, we're able to, uh, to accomplish so many things during that time. Get freedom back into your life with Freedom Edits. Do you often feel overwhelmed by the endless supply of photos, the amazing photos that you've taken, and you're just needing to edit them now? And they're just piling up and piling up. I know the feeling. I feel you. I was you not too long ago. But Freedom Edits is a team of photo and video editors who absolutely love to edit. You know that thing that you don't really super enjoy? Maybe you really love taking the photos, but you hate editing. These people love editing. They are a unicorn. They are amazing. And what I love about Freedom Edits, other than regaining more time to work on my business and spend afternoons with my kids and evenings with my wife, is that they are very hands-on with feedback. They want to know all the little tweaks you'd make to their edits, and then they learn how to better match your style. Now, I hardly have to adjust anything when I receive galleries back from my editor, Nick. What is up, Nick? You are amazing. So head to lightdarkco.com slash freedom to get 30% off your first order. Their prices are hella affordable anyway for the amount of time that they save you already. So get 30% off lightdarkco.com slash freedom and get more freedom in your life. Um, I also, I use a lot of automation in my businesses, um, to manage expectations, um, to check in on people, uh, to plan my social media. I plan that out at the beginning of every week and I use Planoly and it just pushes out and I don't have to worry about it. Um, that has been life changing. (laughs) Like if you struggle with social media, just 
one plan one day a week. That's where you're going to plan it out for the next week and have that be that. Uh, Planoly is the one I use, but there's later and a bunch of other sked social, I think is another one. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of different things that you can use for that. Um, yeah. I consider that delegating. It's a service that I pay for. Oh, for sure. Um, yes. It takes a little work on my end, but, um, I have a VA that does the, the social media for engaged on Maui. Um, because that's something I've taught her how to do and she can just easy do it. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. 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 That's great. I, I love, I also use Planoly and I love that it has the, uh, the desktop version where mm-hmm. I don't have to do everything on my phone. Like I can, yes. I can just go straight from my hard drive and just be like, here are the, here are all the photos. I don't have to like scroll through or like airdrop anything to my phone or, or anything like that. It's just all in there. I can type. I'm much faster typing on a QWERTY keyboard than I yes. am with my thumbs. Um, Same. Cause you know, I'm just elder. I'm the queen of typos. Here. Oh yeah, me too. <laughs> in my yeah. social media, you can tell when it's something I've written on my phone because there's always typos, and then people are like, "You made a typo." I don't yeah. know. Okay, cool. Get off Thank, me about that. Yeah, thanks Thank for you. thanks for boosting the algorithm thanks with your nothing. comment. Yeah. <laughs> well, like I'm a former language arts teacher, and so like I know how to spell. I know, but like the autocorrect gets me every time. It gets yeah. me every time I do things very very fast. Um, yeah, I'm I'm a fast color. I'm a, I'm a relatively fast editor. I'm a fast typer. <laughs> Mistakes happen, and here we are. It's fine. Oh, yeah. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna try to be perfect because I'm not. Yeah, something I, that I've, I've let go. I often don't <laughs> take the time to go back and read through the no. the caption. I'm like, this should all be good, and then hashtag I'd... kids. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> it's like <laughs> I have three minutes to get this up right now, so we're yeah. gonna do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Planoly is great. I, I love it. Mm-hmm. It's just taking that that little bit of time to be like, OK, these are the like four or five photos or however many I want to post this week. And yep. these are the captions and then set it to to go set and it and forget it. It's like it the crockpot of it's... social media. <laughs> there we go. Planoly. Planoly, the crockpot of social media. <laughs> You're welcome, Planoly team. I'll take yes. my royalty check from that. Thank you yeah. very much. And they're like. <laughs> Uh, can we change that to like Instapot? Because I don't think the Gen Z know what crockpots are anymore. Right? Well, I still use, I use my crockpot more than my, the Instapot like makes me really nervous. And I have that steam that comes up. I'm like, it's going to burn me. It's going to burn my face. I know. It's just like, it's a, it's a pressure bomb. I'm like, the first time we use it, I was like, I don't, it's, uh, I just don't want this to explode. The, and the manual me. is also garbage. Like, have you ever tried to read it in Instapot? <clears throat> manual like what am i reading yeah why why aren't things more intuitive it's just like push this thing until it pops out i'm like but how do i know uh which i don't know like is it on i don't even know if it's on i need a button that like shows me that it's on and yes it's warming up right now i need like a status bar yeah anyway there we go that's also instapot can contact me for you know exactly yeah customer reviews and (laughs) product improvements thank you angela nelson photo.com this email yes i'm i'm available for critiques thank you (laughs) (laughs) um oh the other thing that i delegate Mm -hmm. uh, that i know some people will fight me on is editing Mm-hmm. So um, I, I, know, I know like people are really like you. contentious about this. Yeah. A yeah. couple of years ago, I would have been one of those people fighting you. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I get it. Like it, it is such a personal <clears throat> thing, but again, you can teach somebody how to do this. You just have to put in the time to do it. Yeah. I think a lot of times when people outsource and they, uh, they have their initial like onboarding call where they talk about different types of, um, you know, lighting scenarios and what they use and they send their presets. They think that the first wedding they get back is going to knock it out of the park. I'm like, Oh my gosh, it saved me so much work. No, the first like three or four weddings that you send, it might even be more work to get your editor up to speed, but you have to be willing to put in that work. Um, I use the image salon I have for years. Um, I like their onboarding process. Um, I like the, how I upload the photos and they're delivered. I like all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, during the pandemic, I had it like, I had it dialed man. And when the pandemic hit, my editor got, um, cut from the team, just oh, like no. almost everybody got cut yeah. from the team. Um, yeah. because they, they couldn't afford it. I get it. I get it. Um, he did not come back on when they came back online. I don't know if that's, mm-hmm. he started doing his own thing. I don't know what happened to him. <laughs> right. Yeah. Shane, if you're out there, yeah. <laughs> I miss you. I miss you, Shane. Um, he, he did a great job. 
But then, you know, once every, once the world kind of started to turn back online and weddings started up again and um, I got assigned a new editor and I had to go through the same growing pains again. Yeah. It was painful, um, but we're getting to a place. And obviously, like I'm giving feedback, right? Um, they're like, let us know if you need to schedule a new call and we'll go over things. Um, like we just had a little blip with um, I use I use develop presets along uh-huh. with I use some visual flow presets. Um, I think those are like two of the main ones. And I have and they're all tweaked um, to my liking. Right. And uh right. So they were using like the wrong profiles. And so when things were coming back, like the light wasn't looking like warm and glowy, it kind of had like this green tint to it. And it turns out they were using the wrong, um, the wrong editing profile. They're using like the Adobe, the Adobe uh, SRGB, oh, whatever, yeah, yeah. instead of, instead of like the develop X, which they were supposed to in that lighting scenario. Anyway, right. it was like a whole thing. We're working through it. Um, now that said, Anything that you see on social media or my website or things that I'm using are things that I have edited myself. Um, mm-hmm. These are ones that I take more time with. Obviously, the other images that are delivered, they match. Um, but this just works for my workflow. Everything that you're seeing online are all things that I have been hand edited by me. Um, it's not a good use of my time to edit you know, a hundred images from the ceremony when it's all the same lighting scenario. Um, you know, they just need to be, they need the preset put on there tweaked for us out here, like horizon lines. (laughs) You got to make sure that Uh that ocean is straight. You guys, um, (laughs) like can't be leaning off the the edge of the world. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Uh, That's like one of the big telltale signs that something was photographed by a mainland photographer out here. when I look at weddings is if the horizon line is off. I'm like, guys, you can't do that. You can't do that. Now it's different if like the horizon, like if it's like a really tight shot. Yeah. You can have a little bit of tilt in there. That's fine. But if you're going like wide, you have to have that straight horizon line. Um, but yeah, it's, it's not a good use of my time to edit every single image. Um, instead, you know, I have when I, when I prepare my, um, my catalog for my editor, I go through and, um, I edit one photo from every lighting scenario. I give it a five-star rating. Uh, and then I go to image salon and I fill out their sheet. I upload it. And for my mental load, it's off my plate. I don't Mm -hmm. have to think about it until five to 10 business days when my editor returns it it to me and then it comes back in. I'm like, Oh, okay, cool. It's ready. And it's ready to be back on my plate. So I can clear that out of my head, that mental catalog of like all the stuff that needs to be done on the daily. It it is removed from me because somebody else is handling it. And I feel really good about that. Um, Even like if you're not delegating your list of things to do, it's not just, it's not just like the actual time of checking off everything on your list for things to do, but it's also the, the weight of it inside of your brain that, Oh yeah. Like it's, you know, you close your eyes and you're thinking about the million things you got to do when you're trying to go to sleep at night. If you can delegate things and you have a system that works for you in delegating those things, um, your mental clarity and your mental like, and your productivity is going to go way up. As business yeah. owners, we're not supposed to do everything alone. I don't like. I don't know if this is like groundbreaking for some of you. <laughs> we're not <laughs> supposed to do it alone. Um, there's there's no glory in being a one woman show or a one man show. Um, I'm over hustle culture. I hate it. I think it's yeah. toxic. I think a lot of people get sucked into like you know, hustle and heart. Let's do this. Um, and I think that there was like a whole brand built on like hustling. Then they, oh, yeah. then, then it came out that they were racist and then that kind of crumbled. But <laughs> Oh yeah. yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah. <laughs> I do remember um, that. Yeah. A couple of years but ago. I, I even, I even remember like watching the brand and being like this, none of this appeals to me. I understand being yeah. like a young gun and wanting to like go, 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 but you will mm-hmm. run yourself into the ground guys. Like, at, at some oh, yeah. point, the hustle has to stop and you need to figure out what's important. Focus on that. Figure out how to delegate. Yeah. And I I did. I hustled and hustled because it was all mm-hmm. hashtag hustle culture sure, uh, when, yes. when I got started. And like I went full time in 2015 and mm-hmm. uh, and yeah, it was it was very big into to hustle back then. Yeah. And, and I felt like, oh, 
like whenever I'm hustling, whenever I always have things to do and I have like all this stuff and you know, I, I felt pride in like whenever I'd go to sleep, I'm always like thinking about the next thing to do. And I thought that was a good thing. And, uh, yeah, I, I ran myself into the ground. Like my body started to give out Mm -hmm. and I was getting ulcers from stress. I was getting Mm -hmm. like this, like, uh, like stress, uh, bumps on my hands all the time. And yes, like I was having irregular heartbeats and, and all that mm-hmm. where I had to go to the doctor and it was oh my just God. like, okay, yeah, this is too much stress. Like uh, too much hustle um, is not good for you. And, no. uh, and yeah, delegation was one of those things that I was like, okay, if I'm going to keep uh, the pace of this business where I'm still shooting as many weddings as I am and I'm still doing all the editing and all that. Um, I'm going to need to start delegating and sending out to an editor was one of those first things, um, which I was one of those people that was like, no, no one can edit. It's good as me. (laughs) Um, like I edit my photos. That's what people like, whenever they look at, they're like, Oh, that's one of John's photos because I'm the one that did it. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I do the same thing. Uh, very similar to you where I, I edit like the sneak peek images for my Mm -hmm. couples. I do that by hand and I edit one in every lighting scenario Yeah, and then have those as reference images, send it out. I just got a notification uh, this morning uh, and got like three of my uh, wedding galleries back. And I was like, all right, cool. Yeah, I haven't even thought about them. (laughs) Yeah, yes, it's been it's been a week since I sent those out hadn't thought about them once was not like, Oh, but, but this one, I have to like get to this point by this date, if I'm going to turn it around in time. And now I'm just like, mm-hmm. all right, cool. I have these. I'll go through, do my little tweaks, uh, mm-hmm. straighten those horizon lines if I need to. And, uh, and then we're <laughs> good. <you>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, had, I had a wedding in Costa Rica about a month ago and, uh, we had, you know, it was like kind of like a mutual friend and, uh, uh, a lot of our friends were there as guests and one of them was like, Hey, we should, cause my wife also officiated and she was, mm-hmm. our friend was like, Hey, we should do uh, some photos on the beach and you know, I'll take some of you and your wife. And I was like, that'd be great. Like I'll dial in the settings. And the one thing that I told her was just like, keep it, keep it level. Like mm-hmm. I'll straighten the horizon if uh, if it's off a little bit, but like try and keep yeah. it level level. Yeah, and she if you straighten it, it too much, great. you'll like you'll cut off feet, you know. Right. Or, yeah, or you have yeah. to be careful, like you don't want like the the ocean going through. Going it's through. A, there's, there's a lot, lot of line stuff. There's so many things to think about. Yeah, and like okay, and well, shooting I on the beach, the lighting is <clears throat> it's garbage most of the time. Um, most of the time. Yeah. Which I like, I mean, if you have a really overcast day, oh hallelujah. But lots of times, like if I have to go shoot on the beach, which is not something I love to do try not to do uh, anymore um do not market those photos anymore <laughs> oh my god i know well I, I already i already say like if you want to just i just want to get married on the beach with my toes in the sand i'm like i'm just not your person anymore um no. it, you have to edit a million people out of the background tourists don't give a you know what that you're getting married they will oh, yeah they will stand with your guests and take pictures on their iphone um the guy in the little yeah. teeny tiny bikini bottoms you know <laughs> like walk behind yep. your ceremony are you kidding me right now anyway oh, yeah um yeah but yeah the, the, the lady is garbage out. and then i just leave one in there where i'm just like i'm just gonna leave him a copy with this yeah. this dude in, in, in a little speedo just like what's going on like i've done that it before is, it is a ceremony yeah uh, yeah but but yeah that like starting to delegate really like it lowered my stress level Mm -hmm. and I didn't have to think about all the things all the time. And I, I wasn't hustling anymore. I was successful. You were thriving, not surviving. I was thriving, not surviving. That's right. I love a good rhyme. I I was not like, it it felt like I was always just like trying to like dog paddle, like keep my head above water. Yes. And then once I started doing that, it was just like, just kind of like gliding, coasting. Just mm-hmm. like I, I'm just letting the waves push me now. I don't have to do anything yep. in order to, to keep my head up. I'm not hustling anymore. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it's huge when you have that realization, like, Oh my God, why did I do it this way for mm-hmm. so long? I could have been living yeah. my best life way sooner. 
Um, it's a hard oh, realization, yeah. but I think everybody has to go through that. You have to hit a breaking point. I mean, one of my breaking points was it was May of 2018. Um, my daughter was about to turn one. My first daughter was about to turn one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like I was fresh back from the two man studios workshop, um, which changed everything about the way I shoot and the way I look at things. Um, Same. Are, yeah. Masters of their craft. Holy crap. Best investment that I ever made into my business. I think or my, my hundred percent was taking, was taking their course. Cause I never looked at myself as an artist until, until I went to that workshop. I used to be like, Oh, I'm not an artist. And now I'm like, Oh no, no, no. I'm a hundred percent. I am an artist. I like, this is one of the last careers where you can be like commissioned to make art for people, you know? Yeah. Oh yeah. Like, or, no, I mean like uh, there are artists who actually do that, but it's, it's, it's way harder for them, I think. Um, yes. but anyway, yeah. okay. So I'm fresh out of that workshop. I, um, I, oh, let's, let's see the series of events. Lots of things happened. Okay. So <laughs> I left, I left that workshop. It was in Kauai. I left that workshop and like two days later they had a hundred year storm. So it completely flooded the Hanalei, which is like the North Shore area. Um, Hanalei Bay is one of my favorite places on the planet. They were wrangling buffalo mm. out of the bay because, like, the bay, like, they got like swept out. It was wild. Wow. Um, this happened like right after I left, and some of the attendees they actually got to like see <laughs> see this chaos happening. Um, <laughs> a lot of families' homes were devastated. Um, the people who lived out further north, like in Haena, like they didn't have any access to like they had to take boats to bring them food. Um, there was no way for them to get out. So I organized yeah. a Maui photographers for Kauai. And so we had like, we had like 20 or 30 photographers on board. We all ran mini sessions and donated the money. We ended up raising almost $6,000, which was awesome. That's amazing. I went to Kauai to del- hand deliver this check. Um, I felt it was very important that somebody hand deliver it. We just didn't put it in the mail. Um, I had another yeah. local photographer come with me. And before we left, we ate at this Simon place. That was a mistake. <laughs> um, I ended up getting a Campylobacter, which is an awful, awful, like kind of food poisoning, but they didn't know what I uh-huh. had. I was hospitalized for three days. Um, I had to, yeah, it was terrible. I was hospitalized for three days wow. and then I had to, um, I had to miss a wedding. Somebody had to shoot a wedding for me. So it was just it, like, it was a lot, like I was away and then I came back and then I organized this huge thing and I put it all together and I went to Kauai and then I came back and then I got Campylobacter and then I'm hospitalized for three days. Um, they didn't know what was wrong with me. They had me in contact isolation. I couldn't see my daughter. I couldn't like my husband had to wear like these this, like <laughs> colored scrubs being like he was in a room with her. <laughs> oh my uh-huh. God. It was awful. <laughs> um, I got out and then like a week later I got shingles. This is all from stress shingle. Like, I don't know if anyone out there has had shingles. It was, I mean, it feels like you've been hit with a baseball bat because it attacks like your nervous system. I would get goosebumps on like on one side of me, but not on the other. Um, it was Mm. painful and awful. Went wishing on my worst enemy. It was, that was a really rough month. (laughs) Um, It sounds like it. (laughs) I took on too much. I took on too much that month. And, um, I wasn't delegating things in the way I should have for that fundraiser. I should have just brought somebody else on and be like, can you help me organize this? Mm-hmm. Should have done that. Um, you know, like flying over to, I don't, I don't, <laughs> maybe don't eat at the Simon place. No, no, no way to like avoid that. Um, <laughs> right. But there were so many things happening between my two businesses at the time. And then this fundraiser and travel, it, it was too much. And me being hospitalized and then getting the shingles. It's your body telling you, Hey, this is too much. And you want to be able to catch it before. I mean, your body's taking mental note of this. You guys, your body knows what's up. And if you're getting sick constantly and things are breaking down, please don't just throw caution to the wind and be like, well, whatever, it's fine. Like I'll get over it. There's some things that you just shouldn't be pushing through. And your yeah. body's a really good indicator of that. And maybe, you know, I'm oh, saying yeah. this in my, like, you know, the back end of my thirties where I've had a lot of time to spend with this body and know how it works and everything. Um, I think in my twenties, I wouldn't have had as much like awareness of things, but if you are running too hard, your body will let you know. So put that on your radar. 
<laughs> oh yeah. A hundred percent. Like our bodies tell us so much. And yeah, in my twenties, like I started this business in my twenties and I had a nine to five job that I was working 50 plus hours a week doing oh overtime God. and then working on the weekends, doing weddings and trying to edit. And I did not have a good process for editing. Mm-hmm. Um, it was taking me like 12 to 20 hours to coal and edit uh, yeah. one wedding. And oh my God. yeah, it was, it, I, I, and I was trying to hustle and uh, yeah. And like, there were so many times that I would, I just push, 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 push until my body would just give out. And then that's whenever I would rest. Yeah. Uh, whenever I was sick and bedridden for like three days and yeah, it is not a good, uh, good way of living. Um, no. And yeah, no, that, yeah, the uh, that I mean, your your story that that whole month that is uh, insane. It was, it was, was so, so bad. So many things going on. It was supposed to be like a uh, celebratory month because my daughter was turning one. My first child's turning one. Mm-hmm. And, uh, that's a big deal. And um, I was not present enough for that because I was dealing with the consequences of my actions, which right. is just being too busy. Um you know, I experienced a high level of burnout in 2021, as I'm sure many, many photographers did. We were all shooting twice as much in half the amount of time, half the amount of money to recover yeah. from 2020. Um, I also like <laughs> I had a baby in 2021. I um, launched business as an adventure with Dave in 2021. It was a lot. It was too much. It was too much. Um, I don't yeah. like I don't regret <laughs> I mean, like if I could go back and change things, um, (laughs) I, I would have delegated more. I would have changed the timeline on some of the things that I did. (laughs) Some of the timeline things just weren't, weren't great timing on things. Um, but I think that figuring out where you are in your business, what you can delegate, things you can let go of or learn to let go of. It's going to help you so much, not just for yourself right now, but think about yourself a year from now and where you want to be a year from now. Um, And if you if you aren't on the kid train, um, I always want to be like really conscious that everybody has children or wants children. Um, If you're not on the kid train, there are still things that you can delegate. Um, You know, cleaning your house. This one was hard for me to let go. It was a pride thing. Um, I let it go years ago though. And we have somebody come in twice a month and they do the things like, I mean, they're doing the floors, they're dusting. I don't dust. (laughs) Um, and those are my favorite days of the month. I'm going to be honest with you. Um, my house is clean. It smells nice. Um, everything is put away. And I, I feel like I have this, like this centering. Um, I don't like clutter. I don't like mess. Um, even though like behind me, like there's some things happening. That's my husband's desk. He's getting out of here in, <laughs> in yeah. a few months, uh, moving down <laughs> to our cottage to work down there. I'm very excited because he's a messy human. I love him dearly. Yes. Um, but I'm not, I'm not that person. Clutter makes me anxious. And so, um, decluttering my house is something that I'm delegating to this cleaner who comes in. Um, her name is Jenny. She comes in twice a month. She's amazing. I love her. And she makes everything. She makes my heart happy. (laughs) She makes things clean. So, you know, even if you don't have kids and even if you're not like super strapped for time, what are the things that you hate doing? Do you hate cleaning your house? Do you hate doing your laundry? You can outsource your laundry. There are things that you can do even outside of your business that are just going to help your mental well-being. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, even like as little as uh, like on on the days where uh, our, our all of our kids are out of the house and it's just us. Those are like our most productive days when we're doing things and we delegate our lunches and we order DoorDash or something to where we're not spending the time to take away from this productive time mm-hmm. to make a lunch or to go to, you know, some fast food place nearby or whatever and order some takeout. But we're just, we're ordering takeout online. Someone delivers it to our oh. house and then we just sit down and eat for a few minutes and then get back at it. God, and I wish we had that, dash here. <laughs> yeah. Oh. yeah. It's, we don't have any options where I live. <laughs> Really? Oh, no, 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 it's OK. It's, I mean, I can't complain too much because of where I live. Uh, people remind me of that all the time. Exactly. Um, but yeah, yeah. like that's, that's <laughs> less mental um, 
mental load because you're just like boop, yeah. boop, boop on your phone, DoorDash, here it is. Uh, when I, believe yep. me, when I'm in the mainland, oh boy, did I take advantage of that. I'm just like, wait, you can get what delivered? You can get everything yeah. delivered? Whenever? <laughs> a, time, a time warp here. <laughs> Oh yeah, uh, but even we things can, like we can groceries. get margaritas delivered now, oh, and it's insane. Stop it! Yeah, I don't, I don't stop. mean to rub it in, but I kind of mean You're to rub it in. Rubbing it in! Oh my god, I would love to have a margarita delivered, just like a noon margarita. Mm. It's fine. Um, yeah, we, it's I great. mean, even we don't, we don't really have like we have grocery delivery here, but I guess it's just it's astronomically expensive, and things are already thirty percent more expensive here. Uh, but we yeah. do have like Whole Foods; you can place an order ahead of time yeah they'll shop for you you pull up into one of their designated parking spots yes i am here they bring it like i open my trunk they put it in by um not only has that helped with like conserving my time i'm not in there Uh looking for like wait hold on where where is the taco seasoning again like ugh, no (laughs) i'm conserving my time but i'm also um i'm also saving money because there's no room for impulse buy no, and that's like, the worst thing for going me. Going grocery yeah. shopping when you're hungry. Don't do that. I went grocery shopping no. yesterday when I was hungry and I bought a cupcake. <laughs> what am I doing? I know. I'm just like, <laughs> I walked past this cupcake like four times. I'm like, that looks so good. That looks oh, so good. I'm going to eat it on so the way home. So it should home. be fine, right? Oh, I, dude, oh, yeah. I it's, mopped it's that on the way you. home. It was so bad. <laughs> so bad. Yeah. And like, I paid for it later. I did not feel very good about <laughs> Like not only mentally did I feel good, but my, my body did not feel good. But with that midday cupcake. Um, but yeah, like that, yeah. that's one thing I don't have to worry about getting a midday cupcake, uh, grocery shopping or impulse buy. Um, I can budget way better. Um, and my time, my time is really valuable. And so doing mm-hmm. groceries, that's another way that I've, I've delegated, um, just for whole foods. Unfortunately, they don't really have that for other stores here yet. Eventually. Yeah. yeah. That was one thing that we we had started doing that um, like right before the pandemic hit. And then everyone just went like where you're ordering online and then mm-hmm. you just pick it up and That's no contact so awesome. and all that. And yeah, and it, it's amazing, especially with the little kids, because uh, they're always you know, trying to wrangle the them and they're running around <laughs> or just crying in the baskets and like we can just have this little movie going on in the minivan Mm -hmm. and they can watch that as I'm sitting there for five minutes and then they bring out the food and then we go home and And it's amazing. Yes. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's so many things. And I like what you said about like, look at the things that you don't like doing that you just absolutely hate or even, even maybe not even absolutely hate, but like those for sure delegate, but even, like grocery shopping was not a, a huge like uh, I have to go grocery shopping, but now I wouldn't go back to it. The the times that we do have to go into the store because we forgot to set up a pickup and we need something for lunch. It's just like, no. yeah, this is different. I don't like this. I don't no. want to walk around and find all the things and right. try and wrangle the kids. Uh, oh, my but God. Like. Like there are so many areas that uh, that the time that you're saving is much more valuable than the money that you're spending Mm -hmm. um, to delegate that out to someone else. Yeah. Uh, So those are those are great things to look for um, when you're looking to to start delegating, which I encourage everyone to start delegating like tomorrow yeah um, yesterday start looking for those things yeah yesterday <laughs> go back in time figure out what go you back can delegate in time. yeah yeah first find that time machine uh mm-hmm. maybe delegate right. that out to yeah. someone yeah. else delegate. yeah delegate get that delorean <laughs> yeah find the delorean yeah. yes <laughs> uh, oh they're coming out with a new like 2023 model delorean uh, with mm-hmm. the old, like the X doors and everything. And I am very excited about that. We threw a um, back to the future party on, uh, I think it was what October 21st, 2015 or yeah. whatever, whatever day that Marty that they... goes to. Yeah. 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 We, we had a big party and watched all the movies yes. and made back to the future themed snacks. And oh, yeah, I was that huge, Fun. huge nerd that was just like, you know, all of these things. This is going to be amazing. Dress up like your favorite character. Yes. <laughs> How many docs showed up? Lots of docs. Um, or lots of just one doc. Just one lots doc. of Marty. Yeah. Lots Marty's, of Marty's lots easier. Of the, the I puffer, guess. Yeah. The, the, the big poofy and, jacket. And yeah. yeah. And then the, the, the pockets outside your pants and all that. Yeah, um, I um, yeah. actually booked a wedding 
because I made a DeLorean reference on my website. The guy was like, That's great. and like to win over the groom is sometimes harder than to win over the bride. Um, if you're dealing oh, with, yeah. you know, a heterosexual couple and, um, mm-hmm. he was like, yeah, we need to meet with her and talk with her. Like she referenced the DeLorean I'm in. <laughs> Cause oh, I said yeah. like, Oh, your wedding day goes fast, like 88 miles an hour in DeLorean fast. Um, nice. <laughs> you know, like I'm just throwing it out there to see who, who uh-huh. is paying attention. And he's like, yes, yep. DeLorean. <laughs> um, yeah, that, that's my whole shtick too about like be yourself on your website. Use language that's going yeah. to talk to your ideal clients uh, because it's going to resonate with. And like the people it doesn't resonate with, they won't book you, and that's fine. You don't want those people anyway. Right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, I booked someone because on my about me page, it says that I am the the owner and assistant to the regional manager at All Hire Photography. It's a little <laughs> office reference in there, like Dwight. Yeah. And there oh was God, a couple they were like between me and someone who was local to uh, their wedding venue. Yeah. And uh, and they saw that. And then they also saw on my like personal Facebook page under my education. I say that I went to the uh, Derek Zoolander school for kids who want to read good and do other things good, too. <laughs> and that's my official like college education. Yes. And they were like, OK, between the office and Zoolander, we want to we want to have you. Uh, mm-hmm. Like we'll pay for your travel to come to the wedding. Like yeah. we want to have you around. Connection uh, so, so important. Yeah. It's it's so important. Yeah, building building those connectors. Yeah, those connections um, and just relating to them and allowing like putting yourself out there in ways that can they can relate to you mm-hmm. and not being so buttoned up and professional unless right. you're a buttoned up and professional person yeah. and then they can relate yeah. to you in that way right and um, some brands really am, pride themselves that on that i you know we oh, had yeah, a wedding 100%. photographer here who would wear like full suits to shoot weddings uh-huh i mean you guys get yeah. some really hot here in <laughs> really hot oh yeah um but that you know that was part of his brand and it like he would match the groomsmen um and that really resonated oh, wow. with his clients which is fine yeah. um I, I show up in all black because I don't want to put, I want to put zero energy into figuring out what outfit I'm going to wear. I have like four of them that I'll go back and forth between. That's not my, uh, that's yeah. not my focus. Like I, the energy that I spend, like I just have decision fatigue all the time. Anyway, being a mom, I want less decisions. So then that way I can focus on things that are more important to me and my brand. What I'm wearing exactly. is the least interesting thing about it. <laughs> Yeah, I have yeah three or four outfits that I cycle through, mm-hmm. and the only thing that I like put any mental uh, uh, energy into is figuring out what tie, because I like to like I have all these fun like floral ties and stuff, yeah. and I like to get one that matches their wedding colors. See, that's it. That's the only thing I'm like. This is a little personal touch, and you know the wedding also colors. Don't have to plan that much because you have a yeah, questionnaire that goes out, colors. right? An automated hundred percent one. Yes, that's right. Yep. Automated. Yep. Two months before the wedding is yep. going out. I don't even have to more delegation. I don't. Yep, my CRM goes. does all the things for me. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And then I get the email that they filled it out. I'm like, oh, that, cool. Oh, cool. Sweet. I'll, I'll go read that. Done. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So awesome. Well, that, that I feel like there's so much for for the listeners to do, like like looking through like make a list of all the things that you do and then just put stars next to the ones that you hate and then find people to delegate that out to yeah. even if Start it's slow. like finding a va or a fiverr or something like that for someone uh to you know if you're gonna go to like a, a wedding show or something and you need a banner image it's like you don't, if you're not good at Photoshop, like hire that out to someone else yes. for like 10 bucks yes. and they'll do an amazing job because that's what they love doing. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's worth it. It's so. just like when I have like power lines or something to edit out of photos, which power lines are actually really hard to edit out of photos. Um, I send it to retouch up. Um, so I spend, you know, $2 and 50 cents and they mm-hmm. get rid of the power lines. And that is, I'm saving myself an hour in Photoshop, it's just worth it. I just sent out like six oh, yeah. or seven images from one wedding I had because there were there were power lines and there were people uh, like silhouetted people and like a yeah. gradient um, like twilight sky. I'm like, I can't do this. <laughs> just send it out. No, it's fine. 
Yeah, that's oh, that's the worst doing the power lines with a gradient sky because you can't just like take from anywhere in yeah. the sky. Nope. And that's why I'm just yeah. like, I'm not nope. that's, I'm that's not good time. at this. Um, it's not worth my time. So I'm going to send it to somebody mm-hmm. who is really good at this. And yeah. then everybody exactly. wins. We can all high five at the end of the day. Oh, yeah. 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 They're doing it because uh, they either love it. I mean, most most people who are like freelance editors and stuff like that, they enjoy doing that. Like, that's why they're they're doing that freelance. It's not like, oh, man, I hate editing all these people out of photos. Let me put up an ad uh, to where people will hire me yeah. to edit all this stuff. Like yep. they, they enjoy doing that stuff and totally. they're probably better at it than you. Yes. Uh, they're definitely 100%. better than me. Like I'm like, I don't want to do this. Nope. Uh, so yeah. Okay. Awesome. Um, so Angie, where can people find you? Where can they find, yes. uh, follow you along on socials, uh, yes. find, uh, your Facebook group, uh, your podcast, all those. Yeah. Things. Okay. So remember, lots of different hats. So if they want to see some cool wedding stuff, I'm Angela Nelson Photo on Instagram. If you want to be inspired by proposals, Engaged on Maui on Instagram. (laughs) And if you want to learn how to delegate to save your life, if you want to learn how to run your business like a boss so you can live the life that you want to live, you can find us over at Business as an Adventure. And then our Facebook group, if you just type in business as an adventure, um, you can head on over there. We are uh, relaunching our course on April 5th. And so this is like an end to end. We're going everything over everything from numbers to client experience, to marketing, to workflows. Um, we have like a 226 page workbook that comes with this. It also comes with group coaching wow. and accountability. It's huge. Um, it, it really is like. It is our baby that I had two babies in 2021. I had, uh-huh. I had this Claire is one of them. <laughs> and then I had business as an adventure. Um, nice. but, but really it is, um, you know, we, we created it to help, to help photographers do business better. So we'd love yeah. you for you to join us in our Facebook group. Uh, we have, um, free education every Tuesdays and Thursdays. It's 7am Hawaii time. Oh my gosh. But it's, uh, what, like, uh, what, what, Let's, I mean, what, wait, hold on. What is the 1 p.m. Eastern? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah six hour Eastern. time difference. Oh my gosh. Um, but yeah, we go in live, uh, the Tuesdays and Thursdays given free education. Nice. So pop on in, join us. Yeah. Yeah. I enjoy it. I I've, I've been in the group for a while and, uh, have, have really learned a lot and, and love hearing you and Dave go, go over things and you, um, you express things and like share stuff in a very relatable way and not so much like classroom type lecture, (laughs) which I feel like a lot of educators have been um, where they're just like, this is what you do. And then this is the next step. You're just like, do this thing. Like, and yeah, it's, it's really good. You know, Uh, a big thing when Dave and I were developing this course too, is we want to give people the tools to run the best business for them. There's a lot of educators yeah. out there who are very black and white. This is the way <laughs> Mandalorian style. This is uh-huh. the way. Um, yes. That's the thing is there's going to be a different way for everybody. And you have to find what works for you. So we give a huge toolkit and we're like, this works for us. It might be different for your demographic that you're working with. Right. You have to run business by mm-hmm. your own rules. We're just giving you the roadmap because, hey, business is an adventure <laughs> to figure out where to go for exactly. your business. Yeah. 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 And that's that's, I think, the most powerful thing, because you can take uh, all the different aspects and see what fits in and what you need to tweak a little bit in order to make it fit in um, instead of that black and white. This is how you close on a sale. And this is how you write your about me page. It's like there's so many different ways definitely, uh, and so many different ways to be successful. Uh, And your clients are all different. And Mm -hmm. yeah. So, okay. Well, awesome. I will have links to all of those things in the show notes. Um, oh, real quick. Oh. I, I almost forgot this. This what is one I of my favorite parts lately? of the show. Um, <laughs> yes. What are you enjoying lately? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh, you know, I really thought about this because I was like, all right, Angie, I think that's something like really cool that you've been enjoying lately. But I'm going to tell you, I've been making my own burrito bowls. <laughs> Ooh. Not cool. No, that this sounds isn't great. Cool. 
But um, like, it's cool maybe it for like me. I love turmeric rice and black beans. Um, mm. Like I have cabbage in there, and then I have like this vegan cheese sauce that I put on it because my body likes it better if it's not regular cheese. But not necessarily yeah. my taste buds, but cashews, man, I tell you what, cashews can make some really nice sauces. They, they um, make some great cheese. Yeah, like some salsa in there. I take an entire avocado, slice it up and put it up on top. I'm actually going to have one right after we're done with this. So, yeah, I've been loving burrito bowls. <laughs> Nice. Like, I'm like, Ange, be cool, be cool. And then I'm just like, I can't be cool. This is what I really like right now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, that's great. Yeah. yeah. I, I I recently was like, oh, I, I literally have them right here. Uh, these like Japanese style peanuts. Oh, yes. And they're, uh, they're delicious. They're a local. Yeah. Yeah. They're, I've they're had great. Japanese and peanuts. I get like yes. the. The, the fuego style they're they're a little spicy mm-hmm. i like a lot of spice and they're a great like mid-work snack i can just reach over yeah. pop a couple in my mouth it's great yeah and yeah that's like uh, i love i love a good uh anytime that there's food <laughs> on here i'm just like okay yeah. yes food burrito bowls yes, like, burrito that's, bowls. <laughs> that's where it's For at win, man, man i love those things yeah, yeah. <sighs> Um, mine is also not that cool, I guess. I don't know, depending on who you are. Um, I, I have slowly been getting into TikTok and uh-huh. trying to make content over there. How's that um, working? And with that, I've been, uh, it's, it's okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> not, not too great. I'm not doing like the Gary V, you know, posting four times dancing. a day types. No, no, I've made zero dancing videos. Yeah, no. Um, which, whenever I heard of TikTok, I was like, "No way, I'm getting on there," because I'm not going to dance yeah. and I'm not going to do these pointing things, um, which works for some people. And uh, yeah, I'm like, <laughs> I'm doing like deep cut audio from like Scott Pilgrim and oh. Ozark and stuff like that, uh, and trying to like make it into photography stuff, and I get like 200 views. So nice. um, not a lot right now, but hey. Uh, but with that, I've been watching a lot of TikTok, mm-hmm. um, which is probably not great for my productivity. Yeah. Um, but I have a few TikTokers uh, that I have been really enjoying lately. Uh, for anyone who's on there and wants some fun stuff to watch. Um, one is he's a teacher i think in the midwest yeah. uh uh lee mcnasty is <laughs> his his name um and it's like lee l-e-i-g-h okay. uh, lee like underscore mcnasty yeah. and he he's a middle school teacher and he does these sketches where uh he plays the middle school kid and it's just like hey um let me let me show you what i can do and like does like all these things i'm just like yeah, that is for sure like a spot on. Yeah. Um, yeah. Spot on. Super funny. Um, and then another one is Jen Hamilton. Um, she's a labor and delivery nurse mm. and she has just started this series where she uh, tries to swaddle things that shouldn't be swaddled. <laughs> And uh, she's like swaddled her cats and she has chickens and swaddled a chicken the other day. Oh, my God. um, And like even swaddled her grandfather without him knowing. And yeah, (laughs) it's it's really interesting stuff. I'm just like, this is like just entertaining things. And then the last one is Alex F. Sands. um, And he has started a series uh, of what Seinfeld would be like in 2022. Oh. And uh he plays like all the different characters um and like like they've he did one about like online dating and stuff and like it's really it's really fun and if you're a Seinfeld fan like it's pretty spot yeah. on and I'm like oh yeah this feels like what Seinfeld would be like. Like these, a, these sketches are literally about the nothing. music. <laughs> yeah. He like starts and ends everyone with like the, the intro outro of that base. That's funny. Um, so yeah, those, those are some good uh, TikTokers that I've been enjoying. Nice. But, nice. Uh, yeah. Way cooler than burrito bowls. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. I will watch those uh, TikTokers while I'm eating a burrito oh my bowl God. later. Amazing. <laughs> that sounds like a great afternoon. <laughs> Delivered to you uh, from Uber Eats oh, or whatever. Yeah. DoorDash. There we go. Yep. God. Yep. Well, cool. Well, Angie, thank you so much for being on the show. I really enjoyed getting to chat with you today. Thanks for having me. I loved getting to chat with Angie about delegating. 
I'm definitely seeing a few more areas that I can let go of this year uh, for sure. Um, as always, you can f- check out all of the things in today's episode in the show notes at lightdarkco.com slash podcast slash 109. This podcast was recorded in front of a live Facebook audience. Join us for the next live episode by joining the Light and Dark Photography Podcast group on Facebook. This episode was edited by me, John Mansfield, and our theme song is by the talented John Isaac. All the ads in today's episode are affiliate partnerships, so you can get a great deal while they give us a little kickback. It's a great way to support this free podcast. You can follow the show on Instagram at lightdarkco. Angie is at Angela Nelson Photo. You can find me at All Heart Photo. Subscribe to the show, leave us a review, show some love, share it with your friends. Always love making new friends and seeing new people in Instagram. Until next week, I will see you in the Facebook community. Bye.